Welcome to Reviews by Jay, the podcast bringing you weekly episodes highlighting the latest movie, television, and musical theatre reviews, as well as my thoughts and opinions on everything you need to know about the screen and theatre in Australia. I'm Jay Antonio, let's get started. Well, 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 happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to Reviews by Jay. I am, of course, Jay Antonio, and today we are talking about West Side Story. Just to let you know, this is airing... The same day as the Oscars, I believe, (laughs) happening, and West Side Story is nominated for not one, not two, but seven Academy Awards, and I am super excited to be bringing you this review on the day of the Oscars, so I really wish it well. It definitely deserves all of those Oscars, and let us jump straight on in. It's review time! Excellent. Well, guys, I'm really excited to be talking about West Side Story. I was fortunate enough. I always say that, but I just watched it on Disney+. Plus. But I I feel so fortunate to have been able to watch this on Sunday morning. And West Side Story is, of course, a musical adaption of the original West Side Story musical, which came out all the way back in 1957. And in 1957, it was uh, released onto Broadway, and it ran for 700 performances, just over 700 performances. And it was nominated for six Tony Awards including, of course, Best Musical, and it did win two. So, super exciting that this has finally been... I say finally been. It was a movie in 1960, and they sort of remade the movie now, and it was directed by none other than Steven Spielberg. Now, it's interesting because he's never done a musical before, and if you know Steven Spielberg, you know his movies. Think about, let's say, Jurassic Park, let's say E.T., Indiana Jones, the big ones, right? Like, he's renowned for these giant pieces of art on film and screen, and it's just absolutely phenomenal that he's been able to do a musical. Unfortunately, he did say he wouldn't be doing another one, which is so heartbreaking to me to watch. At first, when I read it, I read it before I'd seen the movie. I was like, oh, okay, I mean, I guess that tracks. And then watching the movie, it was just so incredibly beautiful. It was honestly the most stunning musical movie I've ever seen. It's definitely worthy of its, you know, original, original pieces and the original play. And I think it was fantastic to be able to see that. So, West Side Story, let's talk a little bit about it. It's about, it's, I guess it's inspired by uh, Romeo and Juliet. It's very much down that path of Romeo and Juliet. Um, you know, boy meets girl, they fall in love immediately, yada, 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 tragedy ensues toward the end. And let me just tell you, I, I keep using the keyword heartbreakingly good when I talk about this movie with my friends and on Instagram. And if you're not following me, go follow me now, Reviews by Jay. But yes, this movie is heartbreakingly beautiful. The first half of the movie is just stunning and it's incredible with these big wild dance numbers and the costumes are just phenomenal. And then the second half of the movie is really dark and Again, it's beautiful. There are some incredible pieces of music in there. And just, you know, overall, I think it's a very different tone in the second half of the movie. And look, this will contain spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled, I would absolutely suggest that you turn this off and come back to it because I'm going to just go ham on all of the spoilers for this. I think you have to, to talk about the heart of the movie. And I'm really, really excited to be able to do that. Basically, you have Maria and Tony. Now, Maria, she comes from Puerto Rico and she comes from, I guess, you know, that whole sort of side of New York. And at the same 
time, you have this other sort of rival group, which is white people from New York. Essentially, they're battling for territory. That's the whole sort of story. And Maria is the sister of the leader of the Sharks, and the white gang are the Jets. And essentially, Maria falls in love with Tony, who is a former member of the Jets. And it's really interesting to sort of see that rivalry. And again, it's very, you know, reminiscent of Romeo and Juliet. It's basically Romeo and Juliet that has been unchanged. It's exactly that same storyline with a few tiny little things at the end, but for the majority, yes, absolutely. So they go to war, they sing these incredible songs, there's a giant, like, warehouse fight scene, which is, like, essentially, like, a beautiful dance, like, choreographed sort of fight to the brutal death of two members, and it was so, so beautiful to watch that, even though it was, at the same time, absolutely gut-wrenching. Because at the same time, and just for spoilers, the leader of the Sharks is Maria's brother. He dies in this scene, and the leader of the Jets also dies in this scene. And at the same time that her brother dies, she is singing about her love for Tony in this beautiful, like, I don't even know, what's that thing called? A department store. I haven't been to a shop in a while. It's called online shopping for a reason. Um, In this beautiful department store, she's singing I Feel Pretty. And everybody knows that song. I feel like it's just one of the most popular musical songs of all time. Even if you're not a musical theatre fan, you would absolutely know that I Feel Pretty song. It's a stunning, stunning number. And at the same time, her brother is dying. So it's like got that, you know, juxtaposition of just this beautiful, beautiful piece. And I absolutely loved that sort of, you know, that sort of take on it. It was really interesting interesting to sort of see that. And then it's revealed that um, because, so essentially what does, what goes down basically is Tony, which is the one that Maria is in love with, goes to this warehouse to essentially stop the fight, or he, he really wants to try to stop it. So he tries to reason with Bernardo, who is the, the head of the Jets, sorry, the head of the Sharks. Oh my God, this is so confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. Um, but unfortunately, the head of the Sharks, Bernardo, he kills Um, the head of the Jets. And in retaliation, Tony kills Bernardo. So it's got that whole like lover sort of kills brother um, vibe to it. And it's quite an interesting thing to watch and and to sort of see take place. And, you know, it's one of those things where watching it, I was just, my jaw was on the floor. It was shocking to watch because it was so beautifully done and the emotions were so there and they were so raw and it was just this beautiful, beautiful piece of of art, really. And the way that it had been shot is typical sort of over-the-top set pieces and all of that kind of stuff that Steven Spielberg is absolutely renowned for. The sets, guys, the sets were just incredible. I couldn't believe it. I actually just kept looking for the CGI and I couldn't see it. Like, it was so... It was just so well done. Obviously, there was a lot of CGI. It's New York in the 50s. And, you know, of course, you have to make it look like New York in the 50s. But the CGI was perfect. The The actual sets of the streets and the back alleys and, you know, Maria's house and the veranda that she's on in the fire escape. It was just so perfect. And if you've ever seen the musical, it's sort of definitely reminiscent of that. Um, which, I mean, it should be because it's a, an adaptation of that musical. But, yes, absolutely beautiful. The singing. Oh, my God. God. Oh my God. It was honestly fantastic. I I could not have been happier with how they did the music. And I'm really excited because they're turning Wicked into a movie with Ariana Grande. And I, if it's anything like this, it's going to be so, so incredible. This movie stars Ansel Elgort, which you might know from Baby Driver. He's Tony. I actually didn't know he could sing. It was really, really amazing. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure people do know that, but I just, I've never been a massive fan of his, but after this movie, he's 
poof, amazing. And Rachel Zegler, and she is, oh my God, you guys. Not only is she the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in the world, ever. Like, she's stunning. She's, oh my God, every, every, every part of my body was so in love with her in this movie. I'm gay, by the way. <laughs> but she was so beautiful. And her voice is like an angel. It was just absolutely incredible. Of course, you have Ariana DeBose, who plays Anita, which is Bernardo's, uh, I want to say wife. I don't know if they were married. I think they were. Um, and then a bunch of other people in this movie that are just fantastic. But I did want to give a really special shout out to Rita Moreno. And she plays Valentina. She's actually the original Anita from the 60s movie. Um, and she sort of came back to play this beautiful character that Tony lives with. And it was just fantastic to watch. And honestly, I would highly, highly recommend that you guys go check this out. And here's a fun fact for you. Officer Krupke, who is, you know, the cop in the movie, the the sort of guy trying to shut everything down. He's the guy, Brian Darcy James. He played Shrek in Shrek the Musical. It won a bunch of Tonys, I'm pretty sure. So that's a fun fact for you guys. If you're watching the movie, check it out. He played Shrek on Broadway. (laughs) So a really good story. But look, I don't want to keep you guys waiting. I want to jump straight into these ratings because honestly... Fantastic, fantastic. Time to rate that film. Okay, it's rating time. So, the runtime, West Side Story, runs for two hours and 36 minutes, but trust me when I tell you, it does not feel like that if you get really into it. I recommend Saturday night, sitting down with a loved one or friend or family member, grab some wine, do a cheese board, maybe order in some takeout. Like, I absolutely recommend it. It was beautiful to watch this morning. Like, it was the first thing I did when I woke up on Sunday morning because I felt like I physically could. I had a big weekend, you guys, Um, or a big Friday night, I should say, and I feel like it knocked me around. So this morning was like my goal to get this done and I'm very excited because it was so, so beautiful. It was directed by, of course, Steven Spielberg, the music, original music by Leonard Bernstein and Steven Soundheim, written back in the day and just sort of bought into the new age. It was absolutely stunning to watch. David Newman was a, uh, I guess, a director, not a director, like a musical advisor on this. John Williams got involved. Like, it was just a lot of incredible people involved with this project. So... I, as always, we're going to rate on storyline, music, acting, effects, and editing. But I do think for the very first time ever, I'm going to start on music. It's a musical movie. I think I have to start on music. So, I'm straight going to give it a 10. (laughs) Because the music was phenomenal. It was beautiful. It was everything I wanted it to be. I think they did cut a couple of songs just for the time of the movie and not to drag it out too long, but what they did keep was absolutely stunning. Most of it is there. All the big pieces are there. Tonight is there. I Feel Pretty is there. Go and listen to the soundtrack. It's unbelievable. And again, guys, like I actually can't tell you enough how insanely incredible and talented um, Rachel Zegler is she I'm sorry if I'm butchering her name by the way she is fantastic I highly recommend it her voice is the voice of an angel an angel guys I'm telling you now so 10 for music jumping back to storyline and plot as I said it's basically taken straight from Romeo and Juliet as if it was music. a lot of movies are I feel like even um, you know movies that you wouldn't expect were taken from a lot of Shakespeare pieces do you remember She's the Man with Amanda Bynes, one of the best 2000s movies ever. That's not Romeo and Juliet, but it's taken from The uh, Twelfth Night or something like that by Shakespeare. So there's a lot of movies that are inspired by pieces of, of Shakespeare and all of that kind of classic um, playwright sort of material. And this is no exception to them. And they're beautiful. So 
I can't give it, I guess I can't give it full marks because it's not an original storyline. Um, I mean, what is these days really anyway? But I think overall, I'm going to certainly give it an eight for storyline. It is just beautiful. The love story is incredible. I only took issue, and again, this is a spoilery. I only took issue with the fact that as soon as Tony had killed Maria's brother, he went to her house. And this is in the original. So, you know, it's it's old and sort of olden times <laughs> writing. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So, essentially, he goes to Maria's house and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I killed your brother. And she's like, no, I love you. Come inside. Make love to me. And then they literally do it in, together in bed. Do it. Oh my God, what am I, like nine? They have sex in bed. Um, he just killed your brother, babes. Maybe have some self-respect. Maybe take a step back and be like, is this the guy that I want to be with? You know, on account of he just killed my brother, my only family member in New York. But no. I'm going to give it up to him tonight um, because I love him. You know, he didn't just kill my sibling, my only family member in New York. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to reward him with sex. So I didn't like that. So that's where the two marks have come come down from. But I mean, at the same time, I think overall, the rest of the story is fantastic. It's just that little bit there that I was like, mm, it's 2022, guys. I know the movie is set in the 50s, but even still, I don't think in the 50s, someone would have been like, oh my God, you killed my brother. Make love to me. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen. So anyway, moving straight along to acting over here. <laughs> acting. Oh my God, a straight nine out of 10. Nine out of 10 for acting. They are incredible. It's interesting, though, because I felt like the majority of the cast are really good. The actual person that was good, but not um, phenomenal in my mind, in my eyes, was Ansel Elgott. He was really, really good. And the chemistry that they had was certainly there. But do I think it was as good as it could have been if it was someone someone else? Maybe not. So that's why I'm giving it nine. One mark is deducted for him. As I said, he is fantastic. They all are. But I just think out of everyone in the cast, he was certainly the weaker link. Um, in that cast. So, yeah, you'll see what I mean if you watch it. I think he's fantastic. He can sing really well, but he can't sing as well as the other cast members either. I think they just needed, like, a name in the movie. Um, and I do want to just give a special, special shout out to Ariana DeBose. She's from Hamilton. Um, she started as a, what do you call it? A swing in Hamilton. Um, that was probably her first big role from what I quickly read before this. And now she's nominated for a freaking Oscar. She absolutely deserves this. She worked her freaking ass off to get here. She was fantastic in the show and a really sad piece of um, history on that role, Anita. Oh my God. Naya Rivera from Glee, the queen herself, she auditioned for that role apparently. And look, do I think she would have been as good? I, I think absolutely. I think they both are fantastic in their own way. I think she would have brought something really special to the role. Um, but, you know, rest in peace, Naira Vera. We love you and we miss you every single day. But Ariana DeBose cannot take that away from you. You absolutely deserved this role. You are fantastic. Love your work. Congratulations. Let's move on to effects. I'm giving effects a straight 10. Here's why. There was only one time in the entire movie, one time, and I'm really good with picking green screen, blue screen, all of that kind of stuff. There was only one time when it was really obvious to me that it was green screen, blue screen, and I'm really good at picking those types of things, especially with backgrounds. And even then, it was still really hard for me to sort of pick because it was so well done. Steven Spielberg and his team and the team of editors just did the most incredible job at making sure that this movie looked and felt like it was from the 50s. And that's why it's getting 10. And it leads me directly into editing because effects and editing for this particular movie was so spot on. I felt like I was watching a movie from the 50s. It, the colors, the 
the shading, the way that the city looked, the costuming, the way that it was shot, the camera angles, absolutely every single thing about this movie felt like an old movie that had just been sort of remastered um, in the best way, though. Not a terrible sort of job of doing them, but like a fantastic, fantastic way of doing them. And it was just absolutely the most beautiful, which is also why editing is getting a 10 as well. Now, I... I really recommend that you guys watch this. It is streaming right now on Disney+. Plus. It's one of those movies where, you know, I feel like if you haven't ever watched a musical movie before, this is probably a really good way to get into it. Because, look, there are some parts that might feel a little bit corny, like the fact that they, like, essentially dance battling, but that's how they fight. And all of those little, little sort of quirks and things like that. But if you're not into musicals, this is probably a good movie for you to watch, especially if you have a partner or a friend who is into musicals. Because as I said, it is just stunning. It's beautiful. You cannot go wrong with this story. I mean, it's Shakespeare, basically, right? And look, that is why this movie scores as high as it does. And I really, really hope it does well at the Oscars. And we'll know tomorrow when this podcast is out what this actually gets. And, you know, it's very exciting. But let's go away. I'm going to do some quick maths and we'll give you the final score. Time for the final score. Alrighty, guys, the final score. So I started with music for this one. 10 out of 10 for music, storyline and plot got an 8 out of 10. Acting got a 9 out of 10. Effects and editing both got 10. So if my maths is correct, that is 47 points. That, ladies and gentlemen, is 4.7 out of 5. 4.7 out of 5. It's one of my highest scores, which is fantastic to see. I honestly think that this movie deserves 4.7 out of 5. And let's talk about the fact, should you see it? Should your parents see it? Will they like it? Absolutely. I think all of you guys should see it. The ending is Honestly, the ending is brutal. It's emotional and it's very, very raw. But it was something that I think, you know, we forget. Like, movies don't necessarily need to have a happy ending to be a really good movie. And this is one of those cases. It did not have a happy ending, let me just tell you. Was I sitting on my couch crying? Yeah, I fucking was. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? It was well worth it. I, as I said, this movie is beautiful. It's it's heartbreakingly stunning. Go and watch this movie. Show your mum this movie. I think you'll all enjoy it. One thing I will point out, though, if you do not speak Spanish, I do not speak Spanish. I'm Chilean and I don't speak Spanish. I'm adopted. We'll get into that in another time. So I don't speak Spanish. The movie features a lot of Spanish and there are no captions. And that is purposely done because, you know, I think he was trying to emulate like what it would have been like back then for people that didn't speak Spanish to try and understand it. Everyone was on different pages. Do you know what I mean? And that was kind of what I think they were trying to sort of articulate with this movie. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode because I definitely enjoyed making it as much as I enjoyed watching it. So go and check it out. It's a fantastic movie. Good luck. I know you're not supposed to say good luck to theatre people, but good luck, guys, for your Oscar. I absolutely hope that you win them all. I will be supporting you from the sidelines. And you have been listening to Jay. And thank you so much, guys. I'll see you guys next Monday for... (gasps) I'm seeing Morbius and Sonic this week. What review do you guys want? Or maybe I should just do them both. I guess we'll find out. (laughs) I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Reviews by Jay. I'm pop culture enthusiast Jay Antonio. Find me weekly on Spotify every Monday by searching Reviews by Jay for the latest in film, television, and musical theatre reviews. Check out my Instagram at Reviews by Jay. I am absolutely happy to take requests for movies and let me know what you guys want to see and hear. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic rest of your week and I will see you on Monday. Bye.